Welcome to Transmissions, where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers. On this episode, Robeson reveals a new auto-transforming robot, there's a surprising new collaboration crossover, and we go through all the Hasbro announcements from SDCC 2023. Today is Wednesday, July 26th, 2023, and this is episode 548 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that is no bozo, we king. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team, Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Hey, how's it going? And Daryl, you didn't get me with your soda pop, Cybertronian Beast. Well, at least I tried. Well, uh... When he asks you, do you have your, your drink ready? <laughs> you, you should have waited until later in the show. Well, I would have, but I thought coming out of the gate really quick with it, I thought I'd, I'd have a chance because he'd expect me to wait a little longer. You wait for trips to the store. Uh, that's, I mean, that's way too long. I'm thirsty. Uh, let's well, talk Transformers. <laughs> we have a Hindsight. different drink. Hindsight. <laughs> have to do the fake out. As always, we start the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for continuing to help us out and keep the show going. We really appreciate it. It's because of you that we can keep doing this every week, and uh, we're coming up on 10 years. So thank you to all the people who have stuck with us this long. We really wonder why you're doing it, but we appreciate it. Um, but yeah, if you are, if you are a Donatron, you get lots of perks. You get to watch us record the show live on Sundays before it comes out to everyone else. You get automatically entered into all our contests, which, uh, I think we're going to have some big ones coming up for the 10th anniversary. Uh, we have bonus shows. We have bonus content. We get merchandise to you guys, uh, lots of good stuff. So all those benefits, as well as just supporting the podcast, which we already uh, are really grateful for. So mm-hmm. uh, if you are not a Donatron, you can go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support to sign up if you so choose. Speaking of bonus content, uh, again, want to plug our awesome bonus show done by Daryl and Dr. Pants. We like big bots. Uh, we've got 10 episodes in the can available for you to watch. Uh, if you haven't checked them out already, they're all up on our Patreon page right there uh, for free or not for free. That has a, if you're a Donatron, that's, you get them. No, no extra charge after you're right. Your <laughs> right. With, with your paid uh, <laughs> Donatron subscription. Um, but yeah, check those out. Uh, Daryl and Dr. Pants are getting back into the swing of things soon. So we should have more Big Bots episodes coming. Um, I want to say uh, by this fall, something there'll be some new episodes coming up. God, I hope so. <laughs> Give them a, a stricter deadline. How about by mid-August? Right. I hoped. Yeah. I, I wanted something <laughs> done by, during TFCon. But yeah. man, that was a busy weekend. So yeah. <laughs> We didn't even get to talk about any you know, like podcast nothing stuff. Nothing. <laughs> Whose idea was it for all of us to bring our kids? That was a stupid <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, I mean, I only have teenagers, so you know, I don't, I don't think uh, <laughs> that was a problem on my side. So you know, yeah. 
it was just, it was a great time and uh, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got to go in the pool at the hotel. That's true. <laughs> in, all, in all my years of going to the TFCon, I've never done it. Hey, they, they have a and, hot tub too. And I, and I interrupted making it my first time going in the pool area. <laughs> I've never been there myself. And I went to find Jeremy because I knew he wouldn't have his phone on him in the pool. So I was like, I need to get in touch with Jeremy right away. So I marched into the pool area. <laughs> my yep. kid did the slide. He liked it. Yep. Yeah, but Big Bot's coming soon. <laughs> Very soon. According to Jeremy, before August 15th. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're we're all disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I, I think maybe I can do a live recording. Or like that would be fun. It. We should do one. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you get your recording time set up, maybe you know you're doing it on streaming. Mm-hmm. Or maybe do a stream for Donatrons if they want to watch it. Yeah. This. I mean, I could maybe see if he's available this week. I got some free time this week, so maybe. Who knows. Cool. The goal is to do it while Dr. Pants is on summer break. That's true. I yeah. am not on summer break, though. So <laughs> he's he's not the problem finding free time. It's me. You had to go and have another kid. I mean, that's that's the problem. <laughs> I should have looked ahead two years or so. Yeah. All right, well, we still got other bonus content because we've got our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. And this week we have uh, our bonus early uncut episode of Empire of Rust, episode 106. Oh, the skies you'll soar. So this is continuing the battle with Starscream. The heroes are uh, going to take down Starscream. He's been doing some shenanigans in the Cybertronian government, assassinating other candidates running for office. And they finally had enough evidence and proof to arrest him, but he's not going down without a fight. So uh, it'll be probably be several episodes before they actually uh, can capture or kill Starscream. I wonder which one it'll be. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, or maybe <laughs> Starscream kills them all and it's the end of the show. I guess we'll, we'll, you'll have to listen. And find out what happens. <laughs> Daryl's hoping for that. Daryl's hoping for a quick end to Empire for us. <laughs> we'll let we'll let Mike know how how you're rooting for him, Daryl. <laughs> I just uh, I just really like Starscream. <laughs> so yeah, listen for that. So the this is the bonus early version of episode 106. If you want to hear the regular episode, that'll be out next week on our main Empire of Rust feed at transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. So uh, for all our regular listeners there. And uh, last thing before we get into all the toy topics, I want to remind you about our partnership with Toy Hacks. We've got a code where you can save 15% off at toyhacks.com. Uh, you can uh, get everything, everything you order, your entire order will be see, will get a discount of 15% off with our code. That code is TFMPOD07. Again, that code is TFMPOD07. Uh, use that code at checkout to get 15% off. It cannot be combined with other codes, but can be used with your robo points at t- uh, toyhacks.com. That is the code for July. So in uh, about a, a probably a, a few days as the show goes up, 
we'll be switching over to another code for August. So this code will be active until the end of July. So enjoy, but yeah, don't worry. We'll, we'll have another code for you in August to continue to get that benefit. So help us out and help out toy hacks. And how about yourself with that discount? All right, we got a lot of stuff to jump into. Uh, a lot of stuff coming out of San Diego Comic Con and some other surprising reveals as well. So let's get right into it with toys. This is the Transformers cross with Stranger Things. This is the next collaborative project. Uh, this is uh, called Code Red. And regardless of whether I'm a big fan of the 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 like the the series they're crossing over with being stranger things i love the fact that they made up a brand new character code red he's a pizza van and he's uh he's made from the ironhide mold uh i think it's studio series i think it's that new studio series mold anyway it's the it's the fully transforming one i can't remember if it's studio series or it's the uh the, the legacy one where it's i mean both of them are quite good um, but I, I haven't actually, I have both of them. I haven't transformed either one. Oh, man, I, I really should I play with my it, toys. I think it's studio series because the legacy one or the, um, I guess kingdom one has, uh, like it's, it's roof comes off as a shield that he holds yeah. in his, as a, as an accessory. It, it and looks, the, it looks like the studio series more so. Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Right on. Yes. Let's go with that. So it is studio series. Um, <clears throat> the, um, yeah, it uh so it it does it looks good. Um and uh yeah, uh, I mean, I've read some uh, some funny comments online about this saying, you know, Hasbro we were asking for a pizza truck but not this pizza van. You know, this is, you know, uh, you know, leaning more into the fact that everyone's kind of wanting the tur- the turtles crossover uh, you know, but uh hey, this is a pizza van, guys, and it's uh Stranger Things is still pretty popular there's a fifth season coming out it's a fifth fifth yeah fifth um so this is uh going to be pretty relevant and transformers has appeared in the series we talked about it before in media news um but uh yeah i mean it's not as big as like dnd but yeah look at this thing it looks cool so transformers collaborative project code red uh and it's cool. It's uh, Transformers and Stranger Things. And we've been asking for them to do more external crossovers. You know. That's right. So there we go. Have you guys, like, I, I I have not watched Stranger Things since season two, I think. So do you guys recognize this van from? Oh, yeah. Yeah, show? I'm oh, up okay. to date. I have not yeah. watched okay. a single episode. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the owner owner of this van is a very funny character. He's a, okay. he's a, he's a funny dude. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I don't, I don't get the code red name. I don't, I don't see what the, I don't, I don't know if there's a, um, a connection there for wh- why it might be named that, but, um, I, I really, I really do like the, uh, the guy who drives this van, who, who owns it or, or works for the pizza company. I don't know what, what, what his connection is to the, the, you know, how he, how he, uh, is is aligned with this pizza place, but he's a funny guy. Um, and uh, yeah, so 
is code red the alarm that like they sound when the like the upside down was breached in the in the government facility or something like when they when i mean maybe yeah. maybe but uh that's a that's a real stretch mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i don't know but either way i'm glad it's a new character um and i'm glad they're using a a really good mold for it so it yeah. looks like i mean this is a licensed vw um vehicle so yeah it, it's based off of ironhide but they did a lot of work to make it look like a vw yeah because that ironhide is not a vw no all right well next up before we get to sdcc we had the big reveal at the beginning of the week before sdc started is that Robeson is doing another auto transforming figure and this one is Dinobot leader Grimlock and this is awesome. I saw this in uh you know the video they released and the, here's another video which actually has both the Optimus Prime and Grimlock together so you can see them kind of in scale with each other looking um you know how they uh, how they compare to each other. It's just it looks like they went all out with this figure. And the price is also all out at $1,500. So that's yikes. <laughs> but I mean, it, it does look like they have everything in this figure. He has his gun. He has a sword. He has a crown. Uh, he fully transforms. He walks and does, you know, movements in both mode, both dinosaur and robot mode. He has lots of voices. They got Greg Berger to do all the, uh, like, or, lots of original voice acting lines. I think like over a hundred lines. Um, he's got all the features of the Optimus prime where you can program him with an app and do all that stuff. And he, you know, he's fully programmable, all that stuff. Uh, he's got led lights everywhere, led lights in his gun and his sword and his, uh, dinosaur head and his robot head. Uh, he's got his, his dinosaur eyes can change color. Yeah. And, and his robot eyes can change color as well. And, uh, then the mouth, uh, the I think there's LED in the mouth for like simulating f- flame breath or whatever. Um, this figure is amazing. I mean, it, it, it's something. I mean, I, Grimlock is is one of my favorite characters. This is something I would really consider. But I I, I think my like to for me to really like even get it in my headspace, uh, it had to it, it would have had to be an under a thousand dollars for me. I don't think I can I can't. I can't get to $1,500 for this one figure. That's, that's a lot. I mean, I, I have more power to anyone out there who's, who is all in on this. Uh, but that, that's, that's difficult. It, it sounds like they did send this out to a lot of places to like get early review. And uh, like you can, I think you can go online and look at lots of um, different video reviews of this thing. I mean, it is legit. It's, it's everything you would want in a fully transforming Grimlock. I mean, it, it <laughs> combines everything you love, dinosaurs, robots, uh, com- complete, fully automated transforming. It, it looks so much like G1 Grimlock too. Like it, it looks, it looks and transforms exactly like G1 Grimlock. Who this this is, this is pretty amazing. I mean, uh, uh, you guys, you got, how do you guys feel? Is this, is this, <laughs> do you have any, other than the price, do you have any complaints about this thing? Not really. I mean, I, I like how he can also interact with the Optimus Prime. Like the, if you have both of them together, mm-hmm. you know, they're aware of that, but the, the price is the only thing, but I mean, you can tell the work that went into this and, you know, 
a lot more than what went into the Optimus Prime in terms of like motors and stuff. So yeah, yeah, just the just the fact that he fully transforms and he stays stable throughout the transformation, like that that just blew me away. That he goes from T Rex to robot and robot to T Rex, and you know, just never falls over. So. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess one minor nitpick for all the people who are obsessed with like scale for their transformers, he is not really in scale with either the flagship or the um, the elite edition of Optimus Prime because you know in, in the cartoon Grimlock is supposed to be like a head taller than Optimus Prime, but he's like he's just a little bit shorter than uh, than Optimus Prime, the the Robus and Optimus Prime. So if you're if you're complaining about that, that, well, I mean, it, it's only a problem if you own both. So if you're, if you're rich enough that you can own both, then, you know, enjoy. But uh, other than that, mm-hmm. I, this, this thing is amazing. I don't know. Daryl, Daryl, is your friend going to pick this up and then give it to you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt it. Um, <clears throat> it looks amazing. Um what as from looking at it, all I can see is the uh, masterpiece Grimlock, yeah. um, redone with motors and wires inside. Like they they made they made masterpiece Grimlock an actual, you know, an actual real transformer. Um, the is that's that a comparison the, there? That's I think that's to, the masterpiece, to, isn't it? It is masterpiece Grimlock. Yeah, so it's it's significantly bigger. That's for sure. Um, the, uh, I mean, I know you said not to complain about the price, but the price is insane. Yeah. Like yeah, it, 1500 is just a pre-order. It's 1700 yeah. after. So, it, so even after the 1500, you still owe $200 more. No, no. If you, if you, or if you buy, Oh, it you later, get a, it's, it's a pre-order. It's a pre-order. Like you get a $200 bonus for pre-order. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. It's, I mean, the figure is awesome, um, but it immediately disqualifies a significant amount of the fandom with the price, mm-hmm. right? The uh, the original flagship Optimus at $750 originally was attainable. You know, yes, uh, most kids couldn't fo- uh, afford that, um, but high-end collectors you know, you would probably have to skip two or three, maybe four masterpiece purchases, but you could get it, right? Um, this thing here, I mean, this is this is a significant uh, chunk of change, like twice the amount of the uh, the, the original flagship price, which we all know from from covering it for so long the flagship did not stay $750 for very long. Yeah. I think Um, now it's a thousand. If you want to buy it now, it's a thousand or, I mean, I guess they're not even producing it anymore. So yeah, no, they got the the one, the elite, the the elite is I think a hundred dollars less. I think it's six, six hundred dollars. I mean, it's, it's incredibly cool. Um, the question that I would have is this, is the question that I have from having the optimist is if it is not powered on, can it stand on its own? Because would, that Optimus that we're looking at in this picture is turned on. 
because if you turn that thing off, it crumbles like a rag, a rag doll. Or he's on some sort of stand that you can't see. Right. Or they've edited out a stand. Yeah, I, I think because of the tail, he probably can. He's, you know, when he does the transformation, you see like all of his weights on the tail anyway. That's, so. I mean, yes, but you, you can tell from the transformation because of the same, um, the, so DJ Ronan in the chat is saying, no, it does slump in dino in dino mode. I was, oh. I was thinking that because the, as like the masterpiece Grimlock and the G1, if you want to get technical, uh, the hands come out of the middle of the feet. And so th- this thing would have some kind of servo that's keeping the hands from falling out of the middle of the feet here in dinosaur mode. And if you turn all the power off, then yeah, it's, it sounds like it, it does. It just kind of slumps over. Um, you know, it doesn't sound like it's going to fall over completely, um, which the optimist does, but that's a big thing for me, right? I want to put these things out $1,500. I want to want to show it off, right? I don't want to have to have it powered on all the time, right? So, or have to take it out of its box or, or do something special with it every single time because it's a hassle. One, the thing is huge, right? So you have to, you have to do something special with it all the time, but I want to be able to display this thing. Uh, because of the price tag on it. And if I can't display it, it is, it be- instantly becomes a pain in the ass for me. The Optimus Prime, which you've, Charles so eloquently points out, is here in my house. It's up there <laughs> in a box because I can't display it. I would love to, but it is impossible to display in anything other than truck mode. And even in truck mode, it's a bit of a mess. So this is the problem. The underlying problem with Robeson right now, they make gorgeous things. They make highly expensive things. But if you don't have any power going to them, they're crap. So, yeah, I mean, you would think that they would have some sort of like USB plug where like you could run a cable up to your display and keep them like a low level power enough to have whatever servos to keep them upright and maybe like light up the eyes or something. Okay. I, w- I would just, I would think that you can't, could you not have some kind of a locking tab that comes in and just kind of like that just kind of locks every, the, 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 the things, the places that need to be locked into place to keep them from falling over. Yeah. You know? That would be a nice like power off thing where it just kind of does something internally to lock the joints. Yeah. Like that's, mm. it's, it seems like, you know, I don't know. This is, I'm not a, 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 a I'm not into robotics. Engineer. <laughs> I, it's <laughs> crazy. Right. But you know, for $1,500, I would want to be able to show it off. And I feel like with this, I wouldn't be able to, that's just me. I honestly, my personal opinion, it's gorgeous. And it does some amazing, cool things, but it would be a huge pain in the ass to have to haul it out every single time. I'm done. DJ Ronan uh, puts out, has another good point. He said, servos wear out when in tension. 
locking tabs would be forgotten and the next transformation snap. So, I mean, also there's the issue of um, like battery life. I mean, lithium ion batteries don't last forever. It's probably not easy to replace batteries on these things. Um, well, I'm sure it's like cell phones and stuff. It's all internal, hmm. hard to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, here's a tip. Let's, let's take out the battery. Let's take out the servos, replace the gearing mechanisms with ratchet joints and <laughs> what I we'll think reduce you're describing the, is the KO masterpiece. <laughs> we'll reduce the price by like a hundred percent. All right. Yeah. I mean, so uh, let us, if if anyone is, is listening or watching and is planning on getting this, let us know. Uh, also subscribe to the Patreon because <laughs> <laughs> you've clearly got enough disposable income. Uh, but, but let us know what your thoughts are and, and how uh, does, how do you justify the value of this? Or maybe you've got enough disposable income that you're fine with the, you know, the price for this, for this value. But I'm curious, you know, how how many people out there are getting this, but um, it is definitely it's this is a pretty awesome reveal, and the hats off to Robeson for for making this a reality. All right, uh, last thing for this week, and it's a big thing. <laughs> it's San Diego Comic Con 2023. We got lots of things to go through, so let's jump right into that right now. Uh, we have images of. Um... Yolo Parks, uh, they, they showed off in their booth um, their AMK, AMK series Rise of the Beast model kits, which I believe we're seeing, showing right here. The, they have Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and Optimus Primal on display. And, I mean, these look really good. Uh, I really like how they are displayed on a tray when, you know, in the box. Unlike, I mean... Um, Traditionally, you'll just get a bag of things on sprues, and this particular series that they do, it's just it's all laid out there, and I, I really like that. So um, they also have IIES, Bumblebee movie, Cybertronian mode, Optimus Prime action figure. So I'm trying to get to that. I don't think that's a model kit. I think that is. So that, I think that's just a, a figure, not a model kit. And then we, they have G1 Transformers 11 centimeter model kits, which has uh, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Grimlock, Dino Mode, Megatron, Starscream, and Soundwave. And so these are smaller figures. They're going to have interchangeable hands and some articulation. So I think these are cool, especially if you're just getting into model kits. The smaller ones are less intimidating. And then they have, um, oh, my Grimlock is cute. Uh, they, <laughs> they have AMK Pro Series G1 Megatron, which looks like it's a, a little bit bigger. And he um, he comes with his um, his laser sword, for a non-IP infringing term, <laughs> and, and the energy mace. And I think it looks pretty good. And then... Um, I think that's the Bumblebee movie Optimus Prime we're showing right now. Or maybe that's Rise of the Beast. I think that's Rise of the Beast. Yeah, we're, I'm trying to get to this next one because these aren't in order. 
Um, and then they have here um, the IAS Bumblebee movie Nemesis Prime, which was not in the Bumblebee movie, but <laughs> it is just a Nemesis Prime paint scheme on the Optimus Primal, or sorry, on the Optimus Prime, and I think he looks great. It looks like there's LEDs in the eyes, or maybe it's light piping. can't really tell, but I think this looks really good. Um, and then they have a new... Uh, I think those, those might be LEDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like it, yeah. So that's pretty impressive. Um, and then they have a new uh, reveal of their, I can get to it. There, the, the IIES Rise of the Beast Optimus Primal. This is a 62 centimeter tall action figure. Um, so I guess the IIES line is an action figure, not a model kit. So that was the Nemesis Prime in this one, too. Um He's in gorilla mode and has two interchangeable heads. It's over so, two feet, Daryl. Yeah, 24 and a half inches. Dang. It's a big monkey. But you can see his other head there. So that, that's pretty impressive. And then they have a Bumblebee movie Optimus Prime and Shockwave Plamo, which is here. Yeah, that's. Um, those are the model kits, I believe. Yeah, this is another line of their model kits. They have the AMK and then they have the Plamo. The Plamo is the higher end model kits. So that Shockwave looks really good. Yeah, I think there's a picture here of you get to this this one you get everything on sprues. So mm-hmm. lots of <clears throat> stuff here from uh, Yolo Park, which you know kind of they you know started off i think really small and they've expanded and pretty impressive there so um i think i i saw one at the tfcon auction uh someone had something from yellow park that they won and mm-hmm. that's I think right the auctioneers didn't really know like they couldn't find the brand i'm like it's yellow park <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty impressive next up on the list from sdcc we have uh three zero and their display. So at the booth uh, on uh, uh, at STCC, 3.0 put up some really cool uh, models. Uh, <clears throat> so they have no list here of what they're showing off, but it should be pretty straightforward. We're looking at Megatron here. Um, doesn't show if there's a specific line that this is in. Uh, well, MD, MDLX is the, uh, is the line, I guess. That's this. You see in the background, you got a Starscream and a Nemesis Prime. Um, a little bit, we continue on with the pictures. You're going to see Nemesis Prime and, uh, and Starscream in a little bit better pictures. The Starscream looks pretty cool. Uh, a lot of, uh, like line work there. It looks like a, looks like somebody went down, went at this thing with a Gundam marker. Um, after that, you got a, uh, MDLX Rodimus Prime. Uh, and that looks pretty cool as well. Uh, remember all of these things are non-transforming. It's just models, um, and not models. I don't think you put these together. I think they come like this. Yeah. Well, they're action figures. They're not, uh, so you can actually move them around. Uh, the next one on the list here is the MDLX Sideswipe, and it's just in prototype, showing us coming soon. And it looks pretty nice. Um, yeah. And I got a lot of pictures of that. And then that uh, that's it for that uh, particular chunk of things. Um, but we have uh, some additional images as well. And in those additional images, we do see um, 
This is the uh, DLX. So these are the big boys. And this is, we got a, a Bumblebee. And this looks like it's just from the 07 movie Bumblebee. Um, then next up, we've got RC. And this is from Bumblebee movie. And then we got an Optimus Prime. Looks like Bumblebee movie. Uh, and then standing next to Prime is a robot mode primal. And uh, and that is obviously from Rise of the Beast. So and that's pretty cool. It's it's nice and big too, just like the Optimus Prime and the detail on this one. The primal is in prototype as well. So if you're not looking at the video, you can kind of tell it's like a gray prototype plastic. Surprise with the robot mode, given that he's like in robot mode for two seconds in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can get the size out of him, I guess. I mean, I guess if you wanted to go gorilla mode, you could go, um, you know, a little bit uh, um, more, you know, like just more girthy, I guess, instead of uh, statuesque. But uh, either way, it looks good. Um, Yeah. And uh, that's it for uh, for um, for these guys for three zero. All right, moving on to Kotobukiya, the shoujo step figures. These are the uh, anime girl transformers rendered as anime girls. So uh, first up on Twitter, uh, Kotobukiya announced that they are releasing their uh, Starscream figure in variant colors for Skywarp <laughs> and Thundercracker. I mean, this is the easiest uh, thing in the world to predict, but it's cool that they're, they're showing off these, um, these three fit three, uh, you know, images here. Uh, you can see they're pretty much the same uh, except for the color scheme. And then Skywarp and Thundercracker each have slightly different facial expressions. Uh, but otherwise they're, they're exactly the same. Um, so I mean, for all the folks who are who are fans of Starscream and into the Seekers in general, you can complete your Seeker collection as always. You know, I think I think Hasbro is always a fan of uh, of whenever they release a Starscream, they want to release a Skywarp and a Thundercracker with them. So why should the Bishojo ha- be any different? So that's that. Then if you go to the the floor of SDCC, Kotobukiya did have all their figures on display. They had all the ones that have been, have been uh, announced and released up to this point. So we've got the Nemesis Prime here. So that's the, the variant of the Optimus Prime statue. Uh, we've got the Megatron, the Bumblebee. Uh, those are also there. And then we had a prototype version of the Starscream. So you can see all those at uh, the booth uh, from the pictures at SDCC. So it's cool to see them all there. The... Uh, it's it's funny. I, I did actually see the Megatron statue in a comic book store a few weeks ago. So the, these are out in the wild. I was I was surprised to see it on the shelf there, just just available for purchase. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, these are these are all coming out. And uh, yeah, for anyone who's uh, interested in, in completing their set, getting all the Bishojos, uh, you can go find them. The Seeker Trio is being sold as a three pack, isn't it? <clears throat> is it? I, I didn't see that, I but uh, I believe it I, is. I wouldn't be surprised if they did let's that. ask DJ Ronan because <laughs> he'll be getting one. Um, but I think it is. So um, that's the rumor that I keep seeing online is that these are sold as a three pack. 
And if they are, which I, I believe they are, I would really like them to do something different for the sky warp and this thundercracker than just the facial expressions. Uh, I mean, switch out an arm or two, like do something like they are legit carbon copies of one another, which, yeah, yeah I we guess, you know, it's just, it, come on. This is make it look a little different here, guys. Oh, you can get Starscream on our own? Okay. I see. Well, that makes everybody happy then. Unless you buy a Starscream <laughs> and then later on you want the, the other two, you'll have an extra Starscream. Well, that's just craziness then. <laughs> you know Starscream fans. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up, um, Hasbro had a, a few copies of the HasLab Deathsaurus prototypes on the... Uh, on the floor, they had a couple color samples and a couple gray prototypes in both modes. So uh, here we're showing one of the, the gray prototypes. Um, I think this thing just looks fantastic. And, you know, it, it's nice kind of seeing it out in the wild. Um, so I wish I had one. Yeah. <laughs> um. You can see all of his accessories too, and the new MicroMasters that come with them, and his throne. Uh, and, and I like how they describe each different kind of model. There was a block model and a rapid prototype. Now this one is the the Deco Master, where you can get all the all the decals, Daryl. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Our, our anniversary is coming up. I gotta go for some. <laughs> I get some deep cuts in there. Yeah. So and I, I like how, you know, you can pose him as if he were shooting the, the bow and arrow. You know, there's, there's no string or anything, but he's flexible enough to do that archery pose. And then, uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, I think that might be it. Just lots and lots of pictures of Death Saurus. So, He's going to be a, a big boy and just, I mean, it looks like we're getting closer and closer to release. I mean, when did Victory Saber come out? Was it? It was in December. December? Yeah. yeah. So my guess is it's going to be around the same time of the year. So, And then we also have images here of just the Hasbro booth itself, uh, starting off with a, um, the, Porsche mode of Mirage from Rise of the Beast. <laughs> and then um, we have a lot of the 86 movie studios, or I guess the retro G1 re-releases, and including a shrapnel, which I think is has not been released yet. And looks like the Insecticons come with Energon cubes, maybe? I don't know. They're displayed with them, so... Hopefully they come with them. Um, so we have, there's all the Seekers, Scepter, Hound, and Hot Rod. So uh, then we have the full Toxitron collection, including um, Toxitron himself and uh, the G2 Grimlock. Like I guess this is the unreleased G2 Grimlock where he's like, bright yellow with some teal arms 
not the solid blue that you know we did get in G two. And these are all making their way out to stores now. Like people are picking them up already. Yeah, I, I saw um, at TFCon. I saw like yeah. something about this figure coming out, and then on the store on the floor, I think it was um, Ages Three and Up. I think had a third party version of this Grimlock. And I just I, I don't think we had talked about that before, but it's just the same color. It was a uh, it was TFCon Los Angeles toy uh, exclusive. Oh, okay, I didn't remember it. But yeah, it, I mean, it's basically the same thing, but it was bigger and third party, mm-hmm. so much more expensive. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this but thing, we saw we saw some of these some of these figures at uh, in uh, like um, parts parties. Yeah, yeah. and I, so they're they're making their way around. I wouldn't have expected these colors to work for Grimlock, but they are just so hideous enough that they do work. <laughs> um. So, oh, and then that, that jazz is just ugly. <laughs> so, I don't know. We, we have this full collection. I think if you are into the G2 colors and, you know, just early 90s colors, then there you go. And then we have just a full collection of some legacy figures, including um, some of the newer ones like Medics, um, I saw medics in the store on Saturday. I saw um, Minerva in a Walgreens near me. Not my normal Walgreens. It never has any of the toys. So I have a new Walgreens that I think will be my hookup for their exclusive. (laughs) Um, Then we have here Armada Optimus and Nemesis, which, I mean, just seeing the size in the robot modes, it's amazing how big Nemesis is. Mm -hmm. Um. And then we have here, um, these are more the legacy. So, I don't know. There's just tons of pictures here. We'll have links in the show notes. Here's that Dinobot combiner where Charles is still missing one. <laughs> um, some of the classic Beast Wars re- reissues um, they had on display. I, mean, I think with the Hasbro 100-year anniversary, they were going all out, too, with some of their displays here. This seems a lot more expansive than what we've seen in past years. Mm-hmm. Here's the corpse set with Ironhide and Prowl. And the Studio Series Gamer figures. And then the Jurassic, the new Jurassic Park crossover. So I think pretty good display. If you want to see these pictures, again, we'll have a link in the show notes. But... Um, Looks like they had a pretty impressive booth, especially with that jazz. I mean, just or that sorry, that mirage. Just seeing that, <laughs> yeah, I see a Porsche. It's that, but yeah, it's just having that front and center in their in their booth. It's pretty impressive. Now we get to the the main event with all the the new announcements and stuff. Yeah. So as Hasbro does, they hosted a breakfast event for their media and this was i think on the thursday or friday i can't remember yeah so it's an invitation but none of us were going (laughs) we couldn't (laughs) gone to this damn um so anyway they revealed um yeah so uh legacy power links hot shot and jolt so uh this is a uh 
This is a recolor of uh, is it uh, Legacy Hotshot? I guess they've 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 recolored one of the figures that just came out. I'm I am very terrible with Unicorn yeah, this trilogy is, figures. This, this is this is Armada Hot. This is Legacy Armada Hotshot. This is yeah. That's okay. So there you go. Um, but uh, now they got a mini con with them. So yeah. Uh, so they've recolored them and gave them a new hat and <laughs> uh, and new a new box, so you can go and buy them again. Um, but uh, difference is, is this is a legitimate uh, figure from uh, from back in the day. So you know, if you've got nostalgia for this old this old guy, then uh, then you may want to pick him up. Um, <clears throat> so that looks really cool. And that was the big reveal from the breakfast. What I don't get though is like he has that section in his chest where like all the Armada figures had like um, molded faction logos, and he has that place in his chest where you can tell a faction logo was, and he put it on his shoulder. It's an easy win. Maybe it's Hasbro. a maybe it's a rub sign. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> this is this is now it is. Uh, well, it's for a future re-release for uh, Buzzworthy Bumblebee Legacy Power Links Reveal the Shield Hot Shot <laughs> and Jolt. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell if the if Jolt has an actual Power Links port that he connects. Like in, in none of these pictures, it, it really shows that the vehicle mm-hmm. mode just has Jolt connected. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it is a true PowerLinks connector, or sorry, a true like Minicon connector. I don't know. Uh, it might just be a normal five millimeter. I'm gonna guess it's it's a normal con- it's a, just a normal yeah. port because the that one on the there is a faux a faux connector. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was yeah. the, the the Thursday breakfast that uh, we totally could have gone to, but uh, felt too felt too proud to go. Yeah. <clears throat> it's expensive. <laughs> Yeah, it was pride was the problem in going yeah, to San Diego Comic Con. That, that was the yeah. problem. Like we were all there. Um, but the the and, and this is pretty cool. Uh, there, the toy panel uh, for the generations uh, and uh, Studio Series stuff uh, was hosted by Flint Dilly and uh, featured um, uh, Ben. Uh, B Mac and uh, Evan and um, I never remember the marketing Delaney. lady's name. Delaney, that's right. I just right watched. So this whole thing, there's a video of it, and we've got a link to the video in this in the uh, the show notes. So you should watch the whole video because it's it's quite entertaining. Um, and then you get to see all the uh, all the little like uh, mannerisms and stuff that they 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 do, uh, which maybe hints or maybe not. So you know, take it for what it is. Uh, anyway, um. Notes that uh, are are uh, from this stream that uh, you know, um, Flint Dilly has been going to Comic Con for forty years. I can't believe that. That's nuts. Uh, but I mean, it makes sense. Um, he's an old bugger, but you know, that's <laughs> Transformers. And next year is Transformers' fortieth anniversary, so um, it, uh, it it makes sense that he would be involved with it for for that long. Um, so we've got Studio Series Terracon uh, Novocaine, which is uh, a, a core class freezer with new colors. Um, this can also turn into a blaster with a turret mode, has an alternate head, and works with Scourge. Um, so if you've got Studio Series Scourge, then uh, guess what? Then you get yourself a 
get yourself a, a figure to use with him. And that's a great name. Freezer or Novocaine? No, Novocaine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got Studio Series Noah Diaz and his exosuit. So this one here in the video, they mentioned that uh, this was obviously not what was seen in the movie, but they were going off of uh, what was er, what early was uh, sorry what was supposed to happen with uh, with Noah in the movie and uh, and didn't. So um, they apologize, but they're not uh, not too sorry because they 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 went with what they knew. So. The jet, the jet plane, plane guy. Noah? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's why I didn't go back go. one. There you yeah, go. Yeah. There he, okay. there he is. That's Noah. There's Noah. So it looks just like him, right? Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's Noah and the exosuit. Um next up. Let's, let's let's really mess with with uh Jeremy tonight. We're going to go with Studio Series Nightbird. Uh and Nightbird I was happy to see is an officially licensed uh, Nissan, and that's really cool. Uh, cause I, I may pick this thing up because this, I absolutely love this car mode. Um, and I've mentioned this before that this, uh, this alt mode was just spectacular. So I'm really happy with this one. Um, Series Series 86 Frenzy, the red one, um, is up next. And I'm, I'm happy to see this out. I still need to find myself, uh, you know, a Rumble, the blue one, uh, because, uh, they're they're out, I guess. Uh, they were at TFCon, but I wasn't paying twenty five dollars for a core class figure. So, um, yeah, it's uh, they're out there. I haven't seen one in stores yet, but uh, they exist. I did see one. I, I um, take a little bit of pleasure in that they're trolling fans with the colors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they will they will alter the colors slightly and then release them with new with uh, opposite names. That's yeah. I mean easy right it's easy money uh next up we've got studio series 86 ratchet this is the um the core class one uh with the, no, the no. new auto this is the voyager one. Oh, this is voyager oh okay all right i thought it looked i thought it was the core class one. Oh, core class came out first when the uh with the ratchet so yeah with the I, they released core class ratchet and voyager ironhide now they're releasing voyager ratchet and core class ironhide Right. All right. So this is a, uh, there's a new Autobot sign of life instead of the traditional logo. So that's the shoulder yeah. uh, logo on them. I like that. So, they, they avoided saying the words Red Cross completely when they were describing <laughs> this. Yeah. So if for those who didn't know, uh, the original logo on Ratchet was simply just a Red Cross. And uh, that uh, that's a trademark logo from the uh, the actual Red Cross, the organization, the Red Cross. So when uh, when they tried to to use that again uh, in you know newer toys, uh, Red Cross sued them. So yeah, so they had to make up a new logo. Well, I mean, yeah. and if you think about it, like on Cybertron, they wouldn't have you know the history behind why the Red Cross was chosen as the symbol. So I think this is a great compromise. It, yeah, it works, and it still comes across great. And, and you, you know, Toy Hacks is going to make a logo. Mm-hmm. So. But Toy Hacks is going to make a logo to cover that. Oh yeah, or, or they're <laughs> going to make. They're also probably going to make this to go on other figures. Oh, of course, I mean, one of each. Yeah. 
And then the big one, the the one that's on the the front page of all the articles, the Studio Series 86 Ultra Magnus. This is the uh, first uh, Studio Series Commander figure. And it's a big one. Uh, It looks good. Uh, It doesn't appear to be sharing any parts with the previous leader class Ultra Magnus. um, Fully engineered. Uh, I like the idea that they talked about in the stream that he can come apart just like he did in the movie. So you can recreate the scene where he dies. Um, the, 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 he can open up his chest and the doors are spring loaded. So if you open up the little like T bar in the middle of his chest, the, the doors swing open, which is pretty cool. Uh, the matrix inside, uh, of him is actually the same one that's been in the same and been in the figures like over and over and over again. It's nothing new there. Um, it's a, it's a very cool looking figure. It does come with blast effects, the same kind of blast effects that are used in the ultra, uh, sorry, Omega Supreme figure. Um, <clears throat> it's a very cool figure. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be able to be pre-ordered. I think they said in August, so it's not a pre-orderable yet, but it does look awesome. Um, and, uh, all those studios or all those, uh, leader class ultra magnuses that you bought the one with, uh, you know, uh, battle damage. And then when they re-released it again without the battle damage and a little bit, you know, a little bit better engineering. So it didn't look so, you know, Cybertronian wise. So you got that one too, like I did. Well, guess what? Now you got to buy it again. And, and I've got three freaking ultra Magnuses from the last three years. And, only want one so who's the idiot here me <laughs> <laughs> well to, to be to be fair to you daryl this one does not have an inner white prime robot right so and that's that's that. different yeah so it's it's very much this is animation accurate for the 86 movie it's all one piece they did not the, the cab does not separate from the trailer so mm-hmm. You know, that's diff- That's different enough, I guess. And, and also with the arms and legs coming off and the matrix and, and the spring loaded chamber and everything. Yeah. And it, it yeah. can hold uh, three deluxe Autobot vehicles and a core class mm. on the truck, on the trailer. Yes. Yes. So it's, uh, it's, it, it's a very cool looking figure. And, uh, so you're not a total idiot, Daryl. You're, you're still, an, you're <laughs> still kind mostly, of an idiot. But not <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> it means a lot. Um, so after the studio series uh, figures, um, it uh, they they move into um, they ask uh, had a, a couple of questions come from the audience, and yes, he can hold his matrix. The missiles separate out, so they don't fire like they did in the old days. But you can make them look like they did using the blast effects. Um, <clears throat> and the matrix is held just with his fingers. That's right. Yep. Um, damn it open and uh yeah so then they went into some of the next things on the list here and they are uh the amazon exclusive packs um so what do we got here the next one is uh is the um barricade starscream megatron decepticon blackout uh packs uh this is the um the 07 movie pack Nope. Yeah, this is like they released an Autobot 07 movie pack of what last year, a couple years ago. So this That's is right. 
Decepticon movie pack to to match that. Oh, oh there right there. Whoa, whoa, there it is. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, and that's really that's cool. I mean, if you're into the 07 movie, which uh, frankly, uh, I feel like we're the. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say this, and uh, I know I'm the youngest one here, Charles, by a long shot. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I feel like we're the old guys now because more and more people this movie is their g1 you you and, just started feeling like the old guys now <laughs> yeah well i mean i have a two-year-old so i'm feeling pretty pretty spry but uh yeah i think that's just your sleep deprivation <laughs> <laughs> right um but uh yeah uh we're fighting a losing battle here boys uh the 07 movie is uh it's 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 i uh, there's a there's a lot more of them than there are of us now. I think. Um, Said the same thing during the Unicron trilogy and every series, you know, since then. So it's fine. Everyone gets their own G one. It's fine. Yep. Well, we're only uh, we're only four years away from this movie's twentieth anniversary. Yeah. And that's a lot of people getting disposable income around that time. So. I'm I'm most I'm I'm mostly okay with the 07 movie. I mean, uh, there there are definitely you know issues with it, but as a movie, it it I think it mostly works. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the choices they made with making Bumblebee not talk and you know peeing on a dude and and other other things in the movie. But mostly, it's it's an enjoyable movie. I think you know the other bay movies they get progressively worse as, as they you know as you go down the series but the but the 07 movie still had that you know that that wonder of you, you hadn't seen you hadn't seen transformers in live action before that opening scene with uh, with blackout destroying the military base that's that's you know it's definitely a, a bombastic way to start the movie um I'm a, I, I'm okay with also these figures with blackout and um and barricade. I think those two figures were I I bought bar like I bought O seven barricade back in the day because I thought it was a cool oh, yeah. figure. Um, the Starscream and Megatron are where I really have problems because they just look like in robot mode. I just feel like they're they're terrible representations of Starscream and Megatron. Uh, but you know, I mean, that's just my opinion. And if you if you like them, I think it. You know, enjoy them and, and get them in and, and have fun and, and, you know, have nostalgia for the 07 movie. I think that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Well said, let's go to the Toxitron capsule. So, um, the, uh, we've talked a lot about it on the show and how, uh, uh, G2 is a thing right now. And they're uh, doing a lot of stuff with G2. And we've talked about, I think, every single one of these figures individually. So they showed off uh, all of these figures on the on the, the show, uh, um, at the show. And then they um, they they basically showed off the uh, um, the the Toxitron figure specifically. Um, yeah, and it's cool. And I mean, obviously, we know it's a, just a recolor of the Laser Prime. These are um, Walmart exclusive, right? So. Very cool. And all the other figures um, have been uh, um, talked about uh, in, uh, immensely uh, on our show as well. So, yeah, <clears throat> um, there was a little bit of a uh, of a 
like uh, attention paid to deluxe tow line, which will be a target exclusive and, uh, and how, uh, and, and there it is there. I mean, um, uh, and fully deserved. <laughs> the, and, uh, the original robots in the skies. <laughs> and why, why won't they mention the franchise, Jeremy? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't get, I, I didn't get that reference that they were doing. I just yeah. know him as tow line. No parking means no parking is his slogan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then we're going to move on to the next two pack. And this is called the dead eye dual two pack. And, and this is, uh, this is with cascade and javelin and javelin is a figure or a character from the most recent, uh, IDW series. Uh, probably I think the, the, the most recent figure, character to get a figure um and uh i mean charles would be the one to correct me on that but uh i can't i don't i can't think of any figure or a character from the most recent uh, idw line um that didn't already have a figure to get one so yeah i i think you're right about that and she has that 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 iconic uh head sculpt is it's very like you know she was she was one of the standout designs from the idw 2.0 uh uh, you know, series. I mean, it was, she had also had an interesting backstory. Like she's an, she's a sharpshooter and she got like really injured. I think she was like shot in the head and that, and she got some PTSD from that injury and then, you mm-hmm. know, had, had difficulty like functioning and, and future stories. So it was, it was an interesting story arc for that character. She was still a background kind of minor character, but she had an interesting story arc in the, in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting enough, though, I I kind of am blanking on Cascade completely. Like I don't remember her at all in the comic. I mean, I, I I'll take their word for it that she was the one that actually shot Javelin in the story, but I don't remember that at all. I have to go back and look at the comic and see if what I can I find her. What I think is more impressive is they mentioned Ascenticon. Yeah, first Ascenticon yeah. figure. Yeah, that's that that is interesting. I, mean, I don't. I don't remember seeing. There's no faction logo on here, but hey, you know, Toy Hacks is going to do one. <laughs> and Evan was talking about this and made mention the fact that this mold is heavily used, and they, he's aware of it. But it just uh, it just made uh, made sense to use this mold for for uh, Cascade. So they are aware. They know that we're tired of this mold, oh. and. Uh, it's, it was used almost exclusively for every single female character uh, when it was first produced. And here it is again for another one. Um, and, uh, and it's, it, it hasn't fallen on deaf ears, the, the complaints about this, this mold. So if you, uh, if you see it and you say, Oh, another female character getting the same old mold because Hasbro's not, you know, creative enough. Well, they all, they know, they, they realize. So there's, there's one more mold that's been used a lot more that we're about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see, we're, are we going to get to that one? Uh, oh, the, 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 the nacelle, is that what we're doing? No, I mean, you uh, can talk about that. That's not the one I was talking about though. Okay. Uh, so nacelle is the next one on the list. And this one is a, uh, is another use of that Tetra jet mold. 
And this is, I mean, they haven't done the Tetrajet in a while, but I mean, it was used quite a bit, but this is just the, uh, the Tetrajet mold in the nacelle colors. So this is, uh, I mean, this is America right here. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was Evan that said that it was bugging him that they had um, was it Red Wing and who was the other one was Acid Storm? No, no. Uh, they had two of the three other seekers and they didn't do it in a cell and that was bugging him because he's like there should always be three. Right. Still not a fan of that seeker mold or that, no. that, yeah, that Tetrajet seeker mold. I don't own it once. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, the next one on the list is the leader galaxy prime. So it's based off of the galaxy prime mold. It's a partial off of the galaxy force Optimus. So leader galaxy prime, Nova prime. I don't know. What are they calling this thing? They're just calling it Nova. So the, Nova Prime, it, uh, I mean, it, uh, it looks amazing. And, uh, the robot mode looks stunning with the wings. Um, yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Uh, I think I've seen a custom of one of the, uh, the Cybertron Optimus Primes done as a Nova Prime. So it's fitting that this thing is actually being done like this now. So, yeah, I'm surprised yeah. they aren't doing like Comic Universe. Nova Prime, yeah, because he's only been in the comics. It's true. It looks pretty cool, though. Um, I mean, I don't know whether they're cool enough for me to get him because he's he's expensive. Like he's full on like commander class, right? So leader is he leader? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he's just leader. Um, <clears throat> So he's, like I said, he's a partial off of the Galaxy Force Optimus. Uh, gave him new wings, a head, and chest. And uh, they said they use the Transformers Devastation model as the base. Oh, okay. I don't even I remember him in, in Transformers Devastation. Yeah, I do. I remember him in there now. He was in okay. a cutscene, like in the at the very end. That's the right. End he should have been Studio Series Gamer Edition. <laughs> <laughs> This thing looks really, really awesome. All right. The next one is the, uh, I mean, we may have already talked about this, but Deluxe Medics. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's a Walgreens exclusive. We talked about it a bit on the show already. And uh, they said, I mean, I watched the stream and BMAC said that Canada will have it next month. Canada has it now. I saw it Saturday. So it's already out here. Um, so it's out, uh, Walgreens will have it soon. There it is there. Um, yeah. So this is, uh, this is out already. I actually, I have a picture of it. I took it on my phone. Where's my phone? You're going to hold your phone up to, up to the camera. (laughs) Must look at phone pictures. There it is. I got it. Took a picture of, of medics in the store. Um, I can tell you it is thirty five ninety nine, thirty six, thirty six ninety nine. In in Canadian. In Canadian dollars, yes. Yeah, DJ Ronan says he's already got one. So Yeah. 
Walgreens continuing to be the exclusive destination for any medical themed Transformers. Makes sense, really. Yeah. Um, Next up is the Menasaur Combiner Gift Set. And this is a Hasbro Pulse exclusive. And I kind of like the fact that they're doing this as a gift set. Um, it, uh, it looks, it looks really good. And, uh, I mean, if I didn't already have all the figures, then I'd be looking to pick this thing up. Although with it coming out as a gift set, I hope that the, the company DNA designs makes more of their add on set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and these are toy colors. Yeah. This is, this is toy color rather than animation color. So it's slightly right. different. And I like that the it looks like the um, specs are for Minasaur, not the individual figures. Mm-hmm. Oh, they actually have tech specs on the box. That's yeah, he, a, he said, they said that was a nice throwback to the um, mm-hmm. the classic way of doing this. Nice image. All right, and then the last one. This is probably what Jeremy was talking about. Is the shattered glass two pack with sideswipe and whisper? So sideswipe. Maybe getting too many figures, maybe. Well, and he's gonna get one more based off of this. I would assume so. Armada Wheeljack. Hmm. Mm. Uh, I have to say, I, I'm fond of the uh, Studio Series Rodimus being used as uh, Shattered Glass Rodimus. <laughs> <laughs> it it's, looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, the sideswipe. He's got that big scratch through the. Um, Autobot logo and originally from the pictures I saw I couldn't tell if it was molding or just paint but it's molding mm-hmm. wow which means they made a whole new mold of that hood for just that it's crazy well, so, that and Armada Wheeljack so does, so does this mean that Shattered Glass Sideswipe is an Autobot trader so he's Decepticons which means he's a good guy yes <laughs> okay just uh, just so we're clear armada wheeljack <laughs> has the same thing but he is a traitor to the autobots and and a bad guy <laughs> the um it's opposite day it's always opposite day in shadow right. Glass world <laughs> and that that um goatee on rodimus looks really good mm-hmm. yeah that was the last of the reveals, and they had, they did have some fun trivia questions at the end of these. Um, I mean, I think that uh, if you want to listen to or watch the video, you can uh, you can test your knowledge on them. Some of them were actually really hard. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was listening to them, and I didn't know half of them. I was like, oh man, these are tough. So, congrats to the people who actually answered these things. These were hard. Um, some Q and A that was asked though. These are always fun because they've got all the uh, all the proper people there to answer them. So people were asking about a Studio Series Transit. They said, maybe. Uh, How about an Earth Mode Hound? They said, eventually. Uh, Reactivate Game Toy Line. So we got that Reactivate Game coming. And uh, they said, a new series or Studio Series Gamer. Uh, Info coming soon. So uh, that'll be fun. Um, Studio Series 86 Gears is possible. Nothing's off the table. That means... That usually means they don't have it planned, but thanks for the tip. Um, how about a re-release of Runamuck and Runabout? And they said, we'll, we will talk. 
Notice how we are six questions deep and they've said nothing. They said nothing. <laughs> That's how these, are, these guys go job. with these. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it's also marketing I, people on the panel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what people expect to happen at at a public, you know, panel. Like, do they expect to say, "Oh, well, here's our marketing plan for the next five years. Let me just pull yeah. it up for you. Let me get, distribute copies to everyone so you can see exactly as, what's coming out." I mean, as a publicly traded company, they they have to be very careful in you know advance announcements and stuff. There's yeah. like legal issues. So that's why you're not going to get a straight answer for any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody asked aerial bots, techno bots, and they answered eventually. <laughs> um, how about a how about a retool of evolution axle grease into lockdown? And they said no comment. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, more beasts? Question mark. And they said more beasts. Another movie? Uh, how about another movie? Maybe. Do you think you might make some more Transformers in the future? You think you might Possible. produce more Transformers toys? Maybe. Like Possibly. <laughs> now, Rise of the Beast Scourge meant to be a prime? Question mark. Uh, first design was R.I.D. Scourge with a Decepticon mask. Hasbro said, no, that's Tarn. So things changed over development. So there's an actual answer to an actual question. Good job. All right. Um, uh, let's see. I was there... wish in the movie when the mask was removed, it would be like a recognizable face as Optimus or something. Uh, yeah, I, I wish that too. Um, so this is a question that actually I was... Uh, I was hoping they'd answer and they, you'll see, uh, the last, <laughs> last few years, uh, photo degrad, photo degradation on exclusive items. Any, this so they're talking about yellowing. They're talking about the yellowing on, on, on figures, specifically, uh, exclusive items. Uh, any remedy in store or on production change. And their answer was talk to customer support when there are pr- product issues. So they just whiffed that one away. They don't want to. They don't want to talk been about talking it. about that previously. They have, so. but the last few streams when it's come up, they they just talk to customer service. Um, then they had some miscellaneous talk about how to get a job at Hasbro. Um, somebody asked, make any new Nemesis Primes uh, on another another at some point. Maybe a new Shattered Glass Optimus, since there that wasn't a capsule and was Gen Selects. Power Master Optimus Prime, entirely possible because it's Optimus Prime with Apex armor. Oh yeah, probably. And somebody, and then the last question was a Titan Class Axelon, and they asked, uh, they answered entirely possible. So, yes, a lot of nothing entirely answers. possible. Everything's entirely yes. possible. Yes. <laughs> so, if you can think it. It has something to do with Transformers. There's potential, but I like I like Scrounge from from the comp from the Marvel yeah. comics. Scrounge is that? Are we getting a Scrounge? Well, we got one recently. So. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Buzzworthy Bumblebee Studios series comic <laughs> universe Scrounge. 
Awesome. Only his arm. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the uh, that's all the uh, the reveals and stuff from the panel, and uh, that's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of info. Um, yeah, so very cool. Lots of lots of interesting uh, interesting things there. Um, do uh, <clears throat> there were some images that we have from the uh, the Friday. Uh, from the Hasbro booth and uh, more stuff from the booth on Saturday, but nothing really new. So all the stuff that we've talked about was already um, was just kind of shown. They just, they said during the stream or during the panel that they were going to slowly kind of bring it all out over the week weekend. And that's exactly what they did. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I see one, one comment from GA Ronan rock Lords. Yeah. They didn't, they, there was no news about rock Lords at SDCC and we've, we've seen those listings. So entirely possible. Yeah. (laughs) This is entirely possible. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing about rock Lords yet. All right. Well, this, uh, as, 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 your if the time code on your on your podcast reader is any indication we're running a bit long because we had a lot of stuff to cover at SCCC, but we're wrapping up now. But we do want to show off some of the stuff we got from TFCon last week. Uh, so we got some trips to the store to show off. So let's get into it. Trips to the store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. All right, uh, I'm going to go first uh, and. You know, we we got a we got some good stuff from TFCon Toronto uh, last week. I'm not going to show off everything, but I'm going to show off some of the stuff. Uh, I also got some comics from a comic book store. Um, first up, we had uh, the you know we had the second printing of Void Rivals. Uh, we had a cover by Jason Howard and a cover by Mars Junior. So this is a Jason Howard cover. Uh, with Jetfire and the Autobot logo. So this is a second printing. Very cool image there. And then, of course, the Sesame Street uh, homage, the Transformers bot at the end of this comic, uh, and that's by Mar- the art by Mars Jr., uh, basically off that uh, classic uh, Sesame Street children's book, the monster at the end of this book with Grover. So cool. Uh, also, uh, this week was Void Rivals number two that came out in stores. And this one actually had a legit surprise for me. So, uh, you know, spoiler, if you if you haven't heard about this. Yeah, it was it, I mean, it was a, it was a you know, I, I saw it and I was I was surprised. I, I thought the the Jetfire reveal in the first issue was going to be like, OK, that's that's your reference. We're in the same universe, but these guys are going to go off in their own direction and nothing about Transformers is going to be covered at all. But no, at the end of Void Rivals number two, I haven't read it. <laughs> there is a Transformers reference yeah. in there. That, OK, that's it. You can't spoil a book on the toy show. Don't you know it's, that? It's, it's been out over a week, Daryl. It's you, you, and you haven't. I'm sure you haven't seen online. Well, we're going to talk about this stuff in in alt mode. So you better. You better Are we get reviewing reading. this book this week? No, but it, but there's info. Forget it. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it. But there is a Transformers <laughs> reference in this. It's, I haven't read my my copy yet. <sighs> Daryl, you know you got to take this show more seriously. You've been doing it for ten years. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, also, I picked up Astrobots number three. It's not Transformers related, but it is written by Simon Furman. I'm enjoying this so far. It's uh, it's uh, well, it's an interesting story. We saw at TFCon. There's a toy line. Yeah. Yeah. Third, third party panel. <laughs> the toy. The toys look really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I'm enjoying <laughs> this. Um, I think it's only a six issue series, so I don't know if they're going to continue past that, but we'll see. Um, shout out to, uh, my, my local comic book store, Phantom of the Attic. Uh, they gave me one of the Energon universe posters. Snap. So thank you to Phantom of the Attic, Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Uh, they, uh, they just, they just, uh, had, they had this for me and when the, with the books in my pool list and great. Thank you so much. Very cool. Someone's like comic book store loves their customers better than some other comic book stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Now, uh, also, um, I, you know, I, pay, I ordered the Amazon, uh, you know, uh, Rise of Tyranny two pack that has the um, minor Megatron and Senator Ratbat. Of course, if you uh, uh, if you ordered this, you know that they swapped the listings. That's why it was ten dollars cheaper than it was originally thought because it was it was actually supposed to be the Autobot, uh, you know, Humble Origins two pack. So I got the wrong one. I got the Autobot one. I didn't want the Autobot one. I wanted the Decepticon one. Uh, one of our uh, listeners and Discord members, Dice, who actually lives near Daryl, uh, was going to TFCon Toronto. And he got the Decepticon one and wanted the Autobot one. So we said, hey, let's make a trade. And we did. So uh, Dice, I got Dice's Decepticon two-pack. I gave him my Autobot two-pack, and we're both very happy now. So You know, you both could have contacted <laughs> Amazon and gotten a replacement and not have to return the original. Well, they... Th- that, the, the thing is, this is was ten dollars cheaper for me. So for for Dice, the Amazon listings were the same price. For me, this the the listing I paid for was ten dollars cheaper than what the actual one was listed for. So I actually made out on this deal. Okay. So you would have made out more if you got a free set <laughs> the other one and you could sell the one you th- didn't want. Yeah, but then you'd have to hold on to another sealed box. <laughs> But they don't, they, you still have to, you have to, um, well, I mean, I, I, I would have sold it for cost. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made any money on the deal. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, as mentioned, I, I picked up the other two Dinobots, Cord class Dinobots I was looking for. So I got Slug and Sludge. So now I just need Snarl whenever Snarl comes out. And I've got all six core class Dinobots and I got my Volcanicus. Um, I've, I've never been a fan of Volcanicus, but for some reason, these core class Dinobots got me. I don't know. It's, I can't explain it. You can't but, quit them. <laughs> Future but, uh, uh, trips to the store. <laughs> well, um, hey, uh, you know, that that's cheaper than getting three Ultra Magnuses, you know. So <laughs> fine, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so that's uh, that's all I'm showing off today. So those are all <clears throat> all the things I showed off. So got more coming for the next couple of weeks. All right, uh, Jeremy, what do you got? All right, um, I've decided I'm not going to show off some of my stuff just so I have something for next week. Um, but this, I probably spent more money at this PFCon on stuff than I have in years. So I got toys. Got lots of toys. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, first one is I, I got the Huntsman figure from Fans Hobby. I'm not opened it yet, but this is my first masterpiece class or level third party figure. And he's, he's big and heavy and it's supposed to be really good. So I've also seen what he's going for on eBay. So I don't know. I'm tempted to just <laughs> sell it and make a profit. <laughs> Um, I got the, I didn't buy this, but I was forced to take Scourge, um, from the, the box that media or that Hasbro sent us. So forced, forced, well, <laughs> y- y'all gave it to me. He's like, you like Scourge. So, I mean, okay. I, if you had I, said no, I would have taken it back. You, no, you didn't it, have to take I'm it. I'm giving you a hard time. I will open it. It, it <laughs> does look like a, a cool figure. Um, I will show you are, you are the Nemesis Prime fa- number one Nemesis I Prime am. fan on the podcast. I am. Um, <laughs> I also I will show it next week. But the Bumblebee mask from Rise of the Beast that uh, we gave my son because it was his birthday. Um, I'll, I'll show that next week. It, it's really a surprisingly good uh, robot mode, like it transforms, and he was able to figure it out just as we were doing the podcast panel. I'm really impressed with him. Um, speaking of Nemesis Prime, though, I got um, at a parts party. I got this um, Ko uh, Black G1 Prime, and I have a re- uh, Toy Hacks label set on the way to fully make him into a G1 Nemesis Prime. Um, I bought it knowing it was a Ko. It was, it was listed as such, so it wasn't a trick. But um, the the holes for the, the fists are very loose. Um, the arms are kind of loose and wobbly. Um, you see the fist just came out. but <laughs> So it, it needs a little bit of, of TLC, I think, just to kind of tighten up the arms. And But other than that, I mean, he looks great with the toy hack set. It's going to look fantastic. So you, you will see it again <laughs> after I get the, the stickers and, and apply them. But... You know, it's really cool. Um, I can't remember where I put the box, but I mean, it it looks at first glance like a, a real G1 box, but if you look the at the box it, is right there. Where? Behind you. In the shelf. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, you just see that as long as a G1. That's, yep, that's what yeah. I saw. So, um, you know, at first glance, it looks good. But then if you look like up here, you can tell that's a, a sticker thing. And then Daryl <laughs> pointed out the dead giveaway is where Ravage is cut off at the top here. Um, so, but I mean, you know, it, it looks decent enough and it, it's actually got styrofoam. So, you know, never get styrofoam anymore. Although I noticed um, this, this gray section 
which in the original toys I think was the internal piece of cardboard or something. No, no, it's no, it's it on was? the box. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was just like it's not that it's not that color gray. It's a different color gray. Okay. Mine's buried back there somewhere, but it's it's a little lighter. Yeah, but I mean, this is my first like decent KO. It's not like the the old um, like Devastator gift set that you or Devastator knockoffs that you would get in an Easter basket. So, I mean, in I don't know. I think the, the trailer I think is what really kind of looks the best to me. The, the The black trailer just looks fantastic, and then when you open it up, you got. I mean, so mm-hmm. pretty happy with this. And then the last thing I was going to show off is a sticker I got. Um, I have this um, water thing that I've been putting stickers on for various scout stuff. And then I saw this um, Mount St. Hillary Wilderness Tours sticker. I'm like, oh, that, that would fit it great. And this is by DJ Winters. Get this from her table. So nice. Um, a lot of really good like art designs and you know from the the fan fan artist there so i just thought that was really cool and fit my my water bottle so everything else i got i'm going to show off next week so lots some some of the art side of things so very, very cool, cool. <clears throat> oh it's me it's uh <clears throat> Okay, so um, first thing I got, I'm only going to show off a, uh, a few things, is I, I did get the uh, the add-on kit for the, the, the Legacy Menasaur, and I did spend an, an evening this week putting it together. So, uh, and I did post a picture on Twitter, if you saw it. You know what Twitter is? Have you heard of Twitter? I heard they're changing their name to X. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so it's 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 significantly taller. Uh, the feet are bigger. Um, the sword is m- way bigger. Um, and there's a new chest plate, uh, new hands. Um, there's a new crotch plate. You got to do some removing some screws uh, to put that together. Um, so it is it is a significant uh, amount of of you know work, but it 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 does add a bunch to this thing. And uh, I'm actually quite pleased with the result. It it really does the height, the added height, because you have to replace these thighs. They're originally only about half this length, and uh, and then when you replace them, it really adds a, a that extra little bit adds a significant amount. Um, so I'm really happy with how this turned out. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Um, <clears throat> I want to thank um, our friend Mystic Marvels for uh, going in on a group buy with me. And uh, he bought a bunch of stuff from TF Source, and I bought this on the last day. Oh. So this is the uh, Transform and Rollout Commander of Stars, they call it. Uh, This is Cybertron Optimus Prime. And uh, this thing is awesome. (laughs) Um. I, I absolutely love this thing. This thing can hold its gun with two hands. Well, kind of hold its gun, uh, you know, but uh, he's super articulated. He transforms just like the, the original Cybertron Optimus Prime. And uh, he's, uh, 
he's just got way more articulation. There's a bunch of die cast in here. Um, the wings are way bigger. Uh, he's not going to fit in my D12, which is going to be a problem. Um, his tires are rubber, which is a huge deal for me. Uh, I, I'm really happy about that. Um, he's just, it's, it's really, really good. Now, putting them together today, when I was uh, um, taking him out of the box, I did find that one of his fingers on his right hand are broken. Um, so his pinky finger on his right hand is busted. I have been, uh, I have sent an email to TF Source. Uh, hopefully we can get that fixed up. Um, uh, and according to uh, a couple people on online, uh, one of them being our good friend Gabe, Gabe, um, that it is a known issue uh, for uh, this figure to have broken pieces. So um, that's a little unfortunate because I'm really impressed with this thing. It looks fantastic. Um, there is a matrix inside the chest. Everything. If you've messed around with the original uh, Cybertron Optimus Prime, then you could mess around with this one too. It's it's you know it might look a little bit more elaborate, and it, it is, but the transformation's pretty much identical. I, I didn't I didn't open up the instructions to do it. Have you done a wheel like big bots on um, this Optimus Prime? We have not. We have not. Oh. So we definitely could, and it's a big ass bot. Yeah. <laughs> Our worlds are in danger. Is that a thing it says? Isn't that how Cybertron starts with the Optimus Prime narrating? (laughs) It's Gary Chalk. (laughs) I haven't seen it. (laughs) I just like the toys. Um, Got to go to the hit hit up the more than meets the ear podcast folks who who review the Cybertron episodes. I have them all. I have all the shows. I just haven't watched any of them. (laughs) Um, now the, the big purchase of mine for the weekend actually was done through trading. Um, I did a humongous trade with, uh, one of the guys there that has a, uh, uh, a booth. And I always like going to this guy's booth because he always has all the G1 parts that I need. And, uh, and so I went back to his booth and I brought him a bunch of stuff and I was able to get, um, so yeah, so this is the, uh, G1 battle headquarters with over overflow and full barrel so this thing is a micromaster base uh, it's 100% complete it's in great shape uh both of the micromasters are there up at, to- at the top um apparently one of them i don't know which one or what what name it is but one of them is really super fragile um so i've taken some care to uh to put some uh lubrication in the part that uh, that breaks because uh, I am not going to be able to find a, a non-broken one of these uh, anywhere. Um, but uh, yeah, so there, it's a very cool figure. Um, very cool base. Um, yeah. That's one of the reasons why I want to kind of redesign my cabinetry back there. Uh, just because of stuff like this. Uh, this is a very cool item and, where do I put it? You know, what do I do with it? Yeah. So and that's something you, know, you, you I, very rarely see when you're at these shows. Yeah. So I kind of saw it and I was like, uh, let's kind of take all the crap that I'm giving you and let's put it into one giant thing that I'm never going to buy with real money. So yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. Very nice. A friend told me a long time ago, trade up. 
So I traded up. So that's what I did. So that's this thing. And uh, yeah, um, I can, I can show off this last little piece too. Um, my G1 trigger happy was missing his uh, target, master. You know, target master. So I was able to get the target master, which uh, for trigger happy needs an actual, his actual gun barrel. It's a, it's a little piece of, of an accessory that goes with uh with uh, his his you know dude so I, I was able to get that as well so there's the target master and then um like nobody has the uh this little trigger piece like the little gun barrel like where do you what do you do with this thing if you're not using them as a as a gun right so anyway i was able to get these um these things this in one gun a hundred dollars wow Ooh. 50 bucks a piece. So, so the barrel yeah. itself is 50. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. <laughs> so there you go. Well, Got to make some sacrifices for a complete G1 collection, right? That's right. Yep. Other guys out there who are doing the same thing I am know what I'm talking about. It's, you know, you want to get those things. And I mean, it's not like it's just like a, a, a random piece. Like I have a, a G1 Skids up here who G1 Skids comes with three guns. He has two hands. What do you do with the third gun? Where does the third gun go? It goes nowhere. It goes in a bag. So how many guns the, the do I own for my Skids? Five millimeter ports where you can just like peg it in the yeah. back. So the third, I don't own a third gun for him. I don't, I never chased it down. So, cause I, I'd buy it, I'd spend the 20 to $30 to buy it. And I'd simply just put it in a bag and put it away. It's a waste. So this has a use. So I paid the money for it. Anywho, I'm done for now. I have more stuff for later. Might be right there. <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs> for next week. Okay, we finally wrapped up our trips to the store, so let's go on with the rest of the show. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. Okay, we're going to finish up the show with some feedback, and we've got a voicemail from friend of the show and awesome Masterpiece Donatrion, john 4 x Good. He's got some thoughts on that auto-transforming Grimlock from Robeson, so... John 4x11, good. Let us know. What did you think? Hey, guys. John 4x11, good here. So I saw the news yesterday about Robinson's new transforming robot, Grimlock. And I got some thoughts on this. Um, looks cool, and I want one. Uh, that price tag is a little stiff. Uh, I personally think it probably is worth the price tag based off of their engineering that they may have had to do for this. And I do have to keep in mind that an Optimus with this trailer costs nearly the same amount. Um, but otherwise, I uh, saw the video. Looks good. I'm glad to see another transforming robot Robinson. Um, thought they could have done Bumblebee personally, but hey, I mean, can't have everything you want. I think I think Bumblebee would have been a good transforming one. 
as well. That being said, um, yeah, I think it looks good. I think it looks awesome. I hope I get to see one in person. I just personally don't have the funds to to get one. Talk to you next time. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I think we we discussed this, and when we talked about it at the beginning of the show, we're we're all kind of in the same boat. This looks awesome. It's it's worth the value, I think, for the the price tag, but it's it's really it's out of our range here. So not all of us have a benefactor like Daryl. <laughs> I mean, I can't recommend one enough. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, John, if if you do for by some uh, feet get a do get a benefactor and are able to get one, let us know and and tell us what you think of it. But uh, if you win the lottery, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we we appreciate that, and uh, um, yeah, it's a it, it's definitely it's it, it's something that uh, is a kind of a you know it's very unique something you know something that that really highlights what we've you know what what we've got in this modern age modern technology it's really you know really interesting so but uh yeah that's all our feedback thanks john for writing in and that takes us to the end of this episode of transmissions uh as always we end each episode by thanking our masterpiece donatrions these are the folks who continue to support us at the highest level on Patreon. We really appreciate that. And that's why we give them a mention in every episode. So uh, as I said already, thank you again to John for X Levengood and Demon Tech 82 for your awesome support. You guys rock. John, thanks always for sending in those voicemails. We, we really like to hear from you. So uh, it's awesome. Okay. And anyone else wants to send voicemails, transmissionspodcast.com slash feedback. And just an easy widget there to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anytime. Yeah. And uh, you get, uh, Jeremy gets to make those cool audiograms so you can see your voice on TV. <laughs> All right, everyone. <clears throat> Thanks again for watching and listening to Transmissions. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, Go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.